is the Idiot's Lantern podcast, and today I'm joined by Leo. How are you, Leo? Hello, I'm good. Again? Good. Right, so do you want to talk about Shadow of the Tomb Raider first, or do you want to do, because I was thinking of reviewing Jedi Fallen Order first, and... Um, um, yeah, sure. Have you watched? The oh, oh, my mum's watched that. Um, it's a series about chess. I have not watched it. No, um, but I mean, you can review that. Should we do Jedi Fallen Order first? We can do oh. Jedi Fallen Order first. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, yes. So. So if you just. So Jedi, have you played Jedi Fallen Order? I have not, but I have heard quite a few things about it so i think i can manage um with conversation a bit right, right so jedi fallen order is star wars respawn entertainment's new well it's a year old actually their their um single player star wars game about a Jedi who escapes the Jedi Purge. Yep. And it stars Cameron Mongahan as Cal Kestis, said Jedi. And let's get into it then. So, Larry, what have you heard about it? Well, um, it's got multiple like awards for because it's a good game, and. It takes place after Order 66, if I'm correct, because that's when the Jedi Purge started. Um, yeah. Yes, and uh, some of the parkour is um, heavily implied from Uncharted because, well, I th- I think something like that, but they base some of the like parkour from Uncharted. So, yeah, when I was watching my friend play it, I was like, whoa, that looks so much like uncharted like parkour so yeah um that's basically all i know but i've I'm heard like, yeah i've heard about uncharted i haven't played it obviously but yes. i've heard that the first the opening part of jedi fallen order is a lot like uncharted there's mm-hmm. this whole train sequence where you basically revealed that you're a jedi and you have to escape this scrapyard and everything yeah, yeah it's quite good it's it's a good sequence but it's jedi fallen order i'd say it's a decent game up until a certain point and then it becomes good and yeah 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 until then the writing's all right the voice acting's all right the the physics are pretty terrible i've got a well, few I mean, problems with oh. the the physics for the ropes, there are these ropes and oh, stuff, yeah. and they're glitching, and the hair physics are terrible as well. Whoa, we'll get on to hair physics later in this. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so it's it's definitely all right. And what else was I going to say? Oh, God. It's, it's good. It's all right up until a certain point, but then it gets good. The voice acting's all right. The dialogue's all right. Everything's all right about it. I've got a problem is with... Is the combat this. good? The combat is definitely good, yeah. I've got a problem with their way of... They basically use the narrative to describe gameplay mechanics such as a skill tree or a map. 
or something like that. And I'm just, I, I, I was just sitting there like, oh, fuck off. It, it's a yeah, map. I was... you, don't, you don't need to explain why you've got a map or a skill tree. It's and... like, wait, so is it like every single time you pull out the map, it's like, so this is a map. I think you've you already used that a hundred times, but I'm going to remind you again. No, no, it's not like that. But when you first get the map, you it kind of explains to you oh this character's got a hollow map and they sit on your back and stuff and up until that point you don't have a map and it's just like oh God. like why wouldn't you have it at the start then i don't know it's it's strange That's a bit bonkers. Use, yeah i was looking at but the then. map my when my friend was playing it and it looks so like weird it was like 3d and it was yeah. just looked a bit confusing it's, it's got like a crazy map. I found that the map's kind of hard to manipulate where you can't actually look underneath the model and get between parts of it. And oh, I found yeah. that annoying. But it, it was overall, it's all right. I found the puzzles really pissed me off as well. I hate puzzles in video games. Like I uh, think puzzles are all right in the video games, but this these puzzles, they just distanced me from the narrative. And it's like, oh piss off it, yeah. it, it really annoyed me the like yeah what were you saying uh yeah no when um i played uncharted with my dad um every time there was a puzzle i would just give the controller to my dad because i couldn't be bothered to use my brain because it's a video game i'm not gonna use my brain for that um you know uh so i just found the like puzzles absolute like bad uh yeah so whenever i get like a i'm probably never gonna buy a game which is like solely on like puzzles and completing puzzles because that's really not what i like i i actually enjoy the puzzles but the puzzles in jedi fallen order i got annoyed with because they're not physics based or anything they're just it's just like you have to go and find this thing and stuff and it you can't exactly puzzle it out. It's so it's like, just like, go get this thing and it, then it'll work. Yeah, I'll talk about the puzzles later because the game we're reviewing this week is another the game Tomb we're reviewing Shadow. this week. Shadow of the Tomb Raider has got some puzzles. Um, but let's go. Yeah, yeah. No, I was I, guess I was thinking about the like boss battles uh, in Jedi Fallen Order. Like, how are they? Are they like good or what? Or are they? There's only there's a few main boss battles, but uh, it's all right actually. The boss battles are definitely fine, and they have kind of got an, a uniqueness to them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was playing my, with my friend. I was playing Borderlands Three, and the boss battles in that are, are like amazing. I really like Borderlands Three. Oh, you know that Tom Holland's going to star in the Uncharted film? They're making an Uncharted film? Oh, yeah. They're making a full... Uh, yeah, the, yeah. He says that the script's really strong, so I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be good. I don't like when they but make... I, I should play the game. I don't like when they make movies about video games. No. Uh, if Tom Holland says the script is strong, then I think it's... Tomb Raider. I think it's oh, going to be good. that was not a good movie. Mm-mm. There are several Tomb Raider movies. We'll get into they're them all later. Bad, we're probably. talking about Tomb Raider. <laughs> and Assassin's yeah. Creed. Yeah. We don't mention Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. 
I haven't watched it. Oh, so it's bad. I can't it's exactly bad. talk about it. I fell asleep yeah. whilst watching it. <laughs> I'm probably going to get sued okay. for this. It's not very good. No, you won't. We won't get it. You don't say sued. You say demonetized. Demonetized. But that's. But I'm not a yeah, YouTuber. <laughs> We're not paid for this. We're not. We don't get paid. No, no, unpaid. no, 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 no. Nah. We don't get paid here. Yeah. We 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 can't get sued. We should get we should this. get sponsored. That's that's what you should if, get. If we get sponsored, it's not legal because I'm not 16 yet. So that would technically be illegal. If I do that, I have to get a special license called a performing license. Because then Couldn't it we just becomes a job. In charge of the podcast, and we just are there because. Oh yeah, we, we could just, we could just lie to the government. <laughs> Yeah. It's worked before. Anyway, anyway. Let's get on to the Queen's Gambit. So the Queen's Gambit stars Anya Taylor-Joy as chess prodigy Beth Harmon. And it's it's really, really good. Everybody's saying it's good. It's incredibly critically acclaimed, but is good. And Just a heads Netflix, off, folks. It's about chess. It is about chess. It's like a chess drama, but you don't need to know anything about chess to actually watch it. They talk about yeah. some stuff, and I can't follow it. I do play chess, actually. It's but but it's I can't named follow about it. after the Queen's Gambit. Isn't that like a strategy in chess or like a move it's in chess? A, yeah, it's a chess move. Something um, about the Queen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but anyway. So it's it's definitely incredible. It's incredibly well written. Anya Taylor Joy is incredible in it. It's also got Thomas Brody Sangster in it. Have you seen the Maze Runner film, Leo? Yep. Yeah, he plays Newt in the Maze Runner film. He's a British actor. I'm not sure uh, if he's Newt. got a British accent. What's he? What's he look like? He's is very... he the blonde guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, I've watched Maze Runner. He's very kind of youthful looking and he looks very out of place in this. And he's meant to be this kind of cool person, but he's like a cool chess, chess prodigy, person. A cool person. And he carries around a knife and stuff. Oh, yeah. He's got Can like I this massive, up he's, yeah, he's got this massive wide brimmed hat. And he, yeah, he's. he's Why does he carry around a knife, mate? You And, you and then he just chess. plays chess. He's He's the brilliant match for this character. Like, he's in all these, like, weird leather jackets and stuff. And he plays chess, and he's an absolute geek and stuff, and it's very funny. Wow. But, yeah, Harry Melling, Harry Melling also. Have you seen the old Harry Potter films? Leia? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's many new Harry Potter films. <laughs> yeah. Um, he plays Dudley in the Harry Potter films. Oh, so he's big, big chungus. Hmm. Yeah. I don't no think offense. you can say that. Though, I can't anyway. say that. He's not very big in this at all. He's quite thin, actually. But anyway, no so offense, he's so. he's quite good in this. He's very kind of awkward and stuff. I have got yeah. a few problems with it though. The, like the, the timeline. Yeah. You talk. The 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 female the uh, main character. Yeah. Her eyes. Like her pupils are so big. Like I saw them, I was like, "Whoa, those aren't natural eyes." Because I swear, I swear they're like massive eyes. I don't think I so. I oh, think okay. she's just got like dark brown eyes. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, 
it's my bad so i have got a few problems with it like the timeline so it does this the, the cliche thing where it it shows something in the future and then it skips back to their childhood yeah that confuses me sometimes it, it doesn't confuse me it just annoys me but there was well, like, something that yeah. really confused me like you're 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 about four episodes in and the second episode is where she wins her first chess match like proper chess competition yep and then it skips and then there's and then three episodes ahead you come back to that town and she meets people who she did beat and then they start mentioning oh who was the girl i met five years ago and it's like wait what five years five are you serious and it was it was very very weird and she barely changes throughout those five years it's like you've even got a good looking and it's like no she looks very samey but anyway right except the whole first episode is is a different actress because it's her younger self yeah 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 have you um, yeah have you you watched the witcher no Oh, you should watch that. That's a good series. Yeah, but we the could Queen's Gambit. Yes. The Queen's Gambit is definitely interesting because it's there's another Netflix show which the critics have been talking about a lot, which is called Unorthodox, but mm-hmm. it's not very big. It's not quite as critically acclaimed as the Queen's Gambit. Like, not everybody's watching it. And this yes. is because Netflix do this thing where there's a show like Stranger Things or The Queen's Gambit that yeah. they plaster over their whole home screen. It's in their top 10 and everything. Yeah. Something like Unorthodox, which is meant to be incredible, and I probably will start watching it today. Is, What's it about? It's about a Hasidic Jewish, uh, a, a Jewish woman escaping her Hasidic Jewish community. I don't know what Hasidic means. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Probably something bad if she's escaping, but we don't know. So we don't, we don't say anything. Yeah, definitely. And her abusive fiance, if that's what you say, because you meant to. Don't you pronounce fiance and the the. So the man is like fiance, and then the woman is like fiance or something. I don't know. I I don't know. But anyway. No, I think it's fiance for both of them. Like. Yeah, but because then what would you say like when, it's if written it's like definitely. a so lesbian I think, couple? Like, I would they both the man, be the same? Yeah, I think oh. the man is spelt with two e's, and I think the woman is spelt with one e. It's incredible. So maybe sexist. it's fiance and then fiance or something like that. I don't know. Fiance and then fiance, but it's spelt it sounds the same. <laughs> it sounds the same, but it's spelt differently. It's very strange. It's very sexist as well. But anyway. Uh, so that's that's barely that's the critics talking about that but everybody's been talking about uh the queen's gambit because it's plastered over everything in on netflix it's like in their top 10 what they do is they just advertise what they think is good and they're like yeah they advertise what they think people will like not what they think is good but but the queen's gambit is definitely good you should definitely go watch that and the unorthodox is also meant to be good but it's barely on netflix like they've released it and then it's not plastered over anything it's it's just it's well i mean 
on the Netflix it's thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which so is the very deep strange. Dark web of Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the Queen's Gambit is definitely good. It's quite comedic as well in its tone. Like it's comedic as in it has dramatic elements. It's comedic. It's like drama with a lot of comedic elements. But okay. the first episode is told quite seriously. But the finale of the first episode is definitely it's quite comedic and over the top. The finale of the season as well is is interesting because it's very formulaic in that it's very normal. It's like right, so she's it's it's very sports movie ish. I guess what I'm trying to say is in that yeah, they make it more dramatic. It's quite predictable where where it's going to go. It's like, oh, they're going to mess this thing up and like, they're going to plan it and they're all going to be there and stuff. And yeah, and I, I don't want to spoil it because, yeah, we're, we're trying to avoid spoilers. But it's definitely good, but it's very, yeah, it's very kind of mainstreamy because it's got the whole uh, uh, mentor and stuff. And yeah, it's quite strange, really. Except it's about chess, which is the incredibly ironic element about it. It's not. Could be like sort of. You've have you must have watched Karate Kid, right? No. Okay. <laughs> no, because right. Terrible. So there's a mentor. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Not gonna lie. Um. Uh. Yeah, because there's like a mentor there that like teaches them. So that could be like sort of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the student of- and the mentor. Movies and TV shows have a mentor in them, like uh, the Star Wars saga, for for as an ex, as a as an, ex, uh, an example. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I'm terrible at remembering words. Anyway, so yeah, the Star Wars saga. There's the mentor figure in Obi Wan, and then there's the mentor Obi- figure oh, in you call it Yoda. Obi Wan. Obi Wan, Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan, oh my god! Obi Wan, Obi Wan Kenobi, and Obi Wan. Gives me pain. Yeah. So there's the mental figure in Obi Wan, and then there's the mental figure in Yoda, and then there's the oh yeah, there's the mental figure in Luke, Obi Wan as well. Luke. Oh yeah, uh, Luke is well. the mental figure in the later movies as well, definitely. And then oh yeah, I was reading can... about the yeah. sequel trilogy today because a lot of the cast for that received online abuse. So Daisy Ridley yeah. received online abuse. So the, did Kelly um, Marie Tran and John Boyega. Wait, all of John them Boyega were the three yeah. of the three of them. It's like Daisy Ridley who plays Ray, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Kelly Poe. Marie Tran who plays Rose. And John Boyega, who plays Finn, they all received, they all received abusive, they all received online abuse from My. fans. Oh, the Mandalorian basically. is very good as well. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Oh, top I, ten Mandalorian. We're, we're rewatching season one. I haven't seen season two yet, but I I'm definitely rewatching. Have to watch it. I'm rewatching season two. Oh actually. wow! Uh, so Kelly Marie oh, Tran. They all received online abuse. Daisy Ridley and Kelly Marie Tran have basically left Instagram because of this. And John Boyega basically stood his ground on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on all these terrible places 
and he basically stood I mean, he can't just block and everybody. Sh- and he shouted, and he basically told everybody about racism, and this is what Oh, happened. they were being racist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But oh. it, it was race... It was racism and sexism that was directed at Kelly Marie Tran, and then it was, and it was just online abuse that was directed at Daisy Ridley because Daisy Ridley posted a comment about the gun laws in America, and that basically set off a whole. Oh, that sent off all the rednecks. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's no, definitely, no. yeah, definitely controversial. Anyway, so let's get on to Shadow of the Tomb Raider, though. Yes. So this is. This about, is what I've been studying for. So this is about uh, Lara Croft, obviously. This is the third instalment in the prequel reboot of the Tomb Raider games. It's the yep. final installment. And this also is the prequel trilogy that the movie, the Alicia Vikander movie, is based upon. Yep. And it stars oh, Miller Luddington as Lara Croft. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I um worked for. So well, I think the combat is good. Um, uh, it's I can definitely see some good like melee animations. Like when you press triangle, you use these like picks to like jab forward, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. Uh. It's very uh good. Like the movement is very sort of you know smooth. Like everything fluid. You, know, you try fluid. to say yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was really surprised when I um like pressed on one of the buttons and I, like gave me options for like four guns. Ooh, options! And I was like instantly drawn to the shotgun because um. I like the shotgun because whenever I play like a uh, first-person shooter or a shooter game, like I'm always drawn to the shotgun because I just want to see like what's the difference in all the like shotguns, which is pretty cool. Um, Yeah, uh, so I do like the the parkour is very good as well. I like the mechanism where there's that wall, like that wall with like all the like small little holes. And you can grab the two ice picks and jump to the side and then like hit the wall with the ice picks and you can carry on climbing up, um, which I think is pretty good, a pretty good detail. And uh, yeah, um, but the story, I think, isn't amazing right now. Like, I'm not really liking it. I haven't played all of the campaign, but I'm not liking it a lot. Um, yeah, I think they might, like, be useful or good if they have, like, a, you know, a no-shit moment. Like, a moment where we're all, just everybody gets screwed over or something. Like, I mean, yeah, sure, there's the evil doctor and the, like, ancient artifact. But, um, Lara was, um, the one that technically technically took the artifact out of its place in the first time so that's what caused all of the deaths that happened because when you take the artifact out of its place it triggers um um, natural disasters so yeah maybe she's responsible 
for all the deaths. Maybe she's the villain after all, and the Doctor is just trying to stop everything. But that's just the theory. A game theory. Cue music. Anyway, that's basically all from me. What did you think about the puzzles, Leo? I'm just interested to know. I haven't oh, played hang it. On. Yeah, before you say that, um, how far have you got? Just to put this into context. Um, I just finished the... I've basically done no puzzles. Oh, no, wait, there, I have done some with the, like, the little, like, wagons that you have to, like, push them to elevate the, like, platform so you can go up higher. I've just finished the mission where the tsunami comes to the, like, little town. you got to, like, do the parkour. Uh, so now, technically, I'm on the way to that, like, rainforest place. Yeah, I think the puzzles are definitely good. The puzzles are what I enjoy about this game. And you go into it thinking, oh, it's a computer game. I'm just going to have some fun. And then you come up with some puzzles and stuff, which I found really interesting. So there was a puzzle where I had to break a barrier with some fire and some oil and stuff. And it's it's they're very mathematic puzzles, whereas with the Jedi Fallen Order puzzles, I found them annoying. It's just like you have to go off and find different things that are in separate rooms and stuff. And whereas in Tomb Raider, they're all everything's in the central room. You just have to look for it. And that that really helped. And I found that was really good. So, yeah, you continue. Or like um, when you are at your bow and arrow to like fire the like white rope and then you pull with your like arrow to break it i mean it's not much of a puzzle but like you kind of have to pay attention to what it's like asking you to do and where to look um uh yeah but yeah i still don't love the story uh when i played another team raider game with my dad on the ps3 um i feel like that story was really wicked so basically you're like uh your boat capsizes and you're like stuck on this island where there are these religious cultists who go after you and um you have to like you run away to the jungle like you fight and eventually you end up at like this temple which has like samurai ghosts and then you fight the samurai ghost and yeah i don't know so that was a very cool story but I haven't played much of the campaign, so I still, um, I haven't, like, known the story is full, so maybe it might surprise me and change my mind. Yeah, that game you're talking about, the Tomb Raider game you just mentioned, see, sounds like it might be the first Tomb Raider game in this reboot, reboot franchise, the 2013 yeah, one. Because it came out in 2013, it must have been on PS3, and then it came out on PS4 afterwards. So it came out same year as The Last of Us, which came out on PS3, and then came out on PS4, because it came out at the end of a generation. But yeah, that one's meant to be very good. I'll talk about it now. So I found that the acting, it's more of an experience than anything, and the cutscenes I found were terrible there's a skip option on the cutscene on all the cutscenes that you can use 
And I found that they were just, that because you had that skip option, they made them far too long and the acting was incredibly ropey and terrible. I think in the first kind of chapter of it, the first bit, um, that, that was all right, especially when you're surviving in the jungle. But when once you start the infiltration chapter, it kind of gets a bit, oh, God. it's it's The story's not great. The narrative's not great. It's very kind of action-adventure, very simple, very... That's what I like. <laughs> yeah i found i found it it should have done something more interesting but once you get to a point where it does kind of get interesting for a short while and they and you have to survive and there's a lot of violence in that and it's not gratuitous it it needs to be there to show you that you need to survive and that you need to do this otherwise you will sorely die and I found there's an, a kind of boss fight where you have to kill something, otherwise that thing kills you. And there was no ludonarrative dissonance there because that felt like... It felt the gameplay and the narrative weren't distanced. That's what ludonarrative dissonance is, where the gameplay is telling you one thing and the narrative is telling you something else. A good example of this is... I. I've heard, I haven't played it. The Last of Us, because The Last of Us is the game that kind of came up with one the or two. Is uh, the part one and part two. They're, they're both meant to explore ludo narrative dissonance. And th- those were the games that kind of came up with the ludo narrative dissonance term. And they're meant to utilize that incredibly. And they're meant to explore different questions about morality and everything but once i play that that'll be a different podcast episode obviously um so this definitely this doesn't have any ludo narrative dissonance because there is a point where you have to kill a certain thing otherwise that certain thing will sorely kill you and the objective is not to kill that the objective is to survive and i thought that worked very well so yeah overall it's 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 a good experience. I found the puzzles were really good, and I really enjoyed the puzzles. Uh, the the cutscenes are terrible, but there's always a skip option on the cutscenes, so always use that option because it uh, uh, they don't really matter. Um, and the, the 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 graphics and all the physics and everything are really really good. So the graphics yeah. are brilliant. It's it's incredibly great pretty and it's got some incredible locations the hair oh, physics wait. as well the hair physics i really liked so <laughs> i didn't really like them i thought they were good because the hair physics in in um jedi fallen order are deaf are terrible really I, I my feeling that i get of jedi fallen order is like they kind of focused or they rushed it and they focused too much on the narrative and the acting to actually care about what it looks like. And I, that, because it definitely looks like a computer game. And I kind of got annoyed at that. Like Tomb Raider came out, this Tomb Raider game, Shadow, Shadow of the Tomb Raider came out in 2018. And Jedi Fallen Order came out a year later. And Tomb, and so 
Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider has already been around for a year, so why can't Jedi Fallen Order look as good? And I think with the puzzles and the physics and the graphics of Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, combined with Jedi Fallen Order's narrative and voice yeah, acting, acting, it yeah. could be a brilliant game. But they're not brilliant games. Like Jedi Fallen Order definitely does good, get good at a point. I'm not sure about Tomb Raider. It there, it has had good moments, but it hasn't exactly got good yet. Um, but... I like um, well, yeah. Um, uh, uh, the best adventure game I've played so far is probably Uncharted Four. I love that game. That game is very good. Um. Yes, but if I'm going to get a new adventure game, I'm probably going to get The Witcher 3 because that is supposed to be amazing. And Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead might... Redemption is meant to be very good. Red Dead Redemption yeah. 2 is also meant to be very good. And should we talk about... Hang on, no, we shouldn't talk about it. Talk, talk uh, about I was, was going to suggest talking about Minecraft Dungeons to see if you've mm, heard about it. I've heard about it. Uh, it's played it, but we should it, it's not. It's really, really bad. We shouldn't yeah. talk about it because I've ranted about it enough on this podcast already. I think my whole thing with computer games is if you can explain a game in one sentence and make it seem interesting, then then it's then you should play that game. So Tomb Raider is is an action adventure game with puzzles that that um challenge you see uh, that's like, yeah. yeah see the like Jedi... that would be pretty basic like it would need something a bit more original yeah no but... i think the I puzzle bit interests you like you want something that so. challenges your brain the, the whole point depends, of tomb raider depends, is I mean, the if... puzzles the yeah. whole point of tomb raider is the puzzles so it's definitely excelled on that part. Jedi Fallen Order is a Star Wars single-player game that has some incredible voice acting performances in it and some incredible writing. Uh, Minecraft, for example, it's an open-world game where you can interact with every object inside of that world. Uh, so that's definitely technically that's true. I was thinking of some object that you couldn't interact with. But you can interact with everything. Yeah. Which is pretty curious. Yeah, something... Minecraft Dungeons, for example. Except for Bedrock. It's a Minecraft RPG yeah. game where you cannot jump. It's not an open world game. And it's not... And it's like... And you're an evil person who goes around stealing people's souls and it doesn't ever question morality. Morality, yeah. And for... I found that clashed with me, definitely, with Minecraft Dungeons. But anyway, for... we should probably wrap up. Yeah. I was going to tell some dad jokes, but do you want me to tell Dude. some dad jokes? Oh, my God. Please. Yeah. Let's Just tell do some it. dad jokes. Um, so... Let me think of one. Do you uh, not have these written down? No, I haven't. Um, okay, I started learning escapology. I need to get out more. Do you get that one? Uh, 
Oh my god! Oh my god! No, stop it! A, uh, a man. I've got another one. A man walks into a psycho a psychiatrist's office wearing see-through trousers. The psychiatrist says, "I can clearly see your nuts." <laughs> Please stop. I should probably stop. Yeah. Yeah. The comments on this one. Oh so my we can't god. have comments. So if if <laughs> we had if we screw had, you mean people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can't get abused online about it, which is great. Which anyway. would be great for our mental health since we're already stuck at home and can do fuck all. Yeah, basically. Anyway, we should wrap up. So thank you, everybody. Yeah. Make sure to follow us on Spotify. Give Definitely. us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us. So Just all of good. that jazz. Yeah, make sure to tell your friends, your family, everybody all about this podcast because they surely should know about it if you're listening to it. Because we're hope so cool. Yeah. Hope to see you next. Hope to be in your ears next week. Bye. That's not good.